I'm so excited to celebrate tonight with all of you. This is just an exciting time of year. And we've been waiting for this for a while. Some of you started like November 1st, like anticipating this, this moment that we're celebrating the birth of Jesus. Uh, Normal people started more like the day after Thanksgiving. And we began to look forward to this time and anticipate um, all the festivities, the festivals, the family gatherings, the food, the gifts. Here we are. We made it. And the anticipation is going to be absolutely worth it. That's what tonight is about, celebration and anticipation. We're we're doing both tonight. So uh, my question is, like, when we're thinking about anticipation, what other kinds of things do you get excited about when you, you know something is coming in the future and you get really excited about it. It's like vacation. Do you, get, do you get like this feeling in your gut when you're like, oh, I can't wait. We're going to Florida or we're, you know, we're going to be somewhere warm. That's, I can't wait for that. Um, for me, I used to get so excited about uh, midnight movie releases. Do you guys remember those? Oh my gosh. I miss midnight movie releases. They've just ruined it. We don't have those anymore. Some of you young people are like, What are you talking about? When a big movie was coming out, the first showing would be at midnight of that like Thursday night, Friday morning of the big movie. And so in 1999, I stood outside a small movie theater in London, Kentucky with my ticket for Star Wars Phantom Menace in my hand. You guys remember this? Like it had been 16 years since we had a Star Wars movie and I'd been waiting for 16 years for for one of these movies to come out. I was so excited, me and millions of other people. And so we're, we're all outside this movie theater. We lined up at 9 p.m. for a midnight release, right? And we're just, we're talking. It's like Star Wars geek heaven. Like everyone knows their stuff and we're talking about all the things and, and we get in there and, and there's just a buzz throughout the first half hour of the movie. And then we realize, this isn't that great. <laughs> so that was an example where the anticipation didn't quite meet the actual event. But when it comes to Christmas and what we're looking forward to, I think the anticipation is always met by a a real reason to celebrate, a lot of joy and celebration. And so um, what I want us to remember as we think back now to uh, all of those who have come before us is that this anticipation for Jesus has been around from the beginning, from the very first few chapters of the Bible. There's this anticipation for the Messiah that has been building. And so for the people of Israel, this is God's, God's people that he called out to represent him to the rest of the world. They had been anticipating the Messiah for hundreds of years. And, and Jesus was the one that they were waiting for. And they had some expectations of what the Messiah was going to do for them. They believed that the Messiah was going to bring them freedom from uh, oppressive rulers. So by the time Jesus comes along, they've been under oppressive um, empires for hundreds of years. And, And at the time of Jesus' birth, they're under the Roman Empire. And what they're hoping for is the Messiah will come and set them free so that they can be the people of God like they were meant to be. They're anticipating also this defeat of their enemies. When they think back to the glory days of the kingdom of Israel, um, they had conquered all the enemies around them. No one would attack them. Everybody was afraid of them and had this healthy respect for Israel. They were powerful and mighty. And so they're hoping the Messiah is gonna come and he's gonna defeat their enemies. And they can't wait. There's just this feeling in their gut that this is gonna happen. They're anticipating a return to God. This um, Roman occupation has really divided the people of God. 
uh, the Jews in the land of Israel. Some, some of the Jews were like, probably safest bet to just be friendly with the Romans. Like they have all the power, so we should just make nice with them and kind of do things their way and that'll be the safest thing. And then other Jews did the exact opposite. They said, no, we, the best thing for God's people is to get these people out of here. And so they were actively planning rebellion against the Roman government. And so the Jewish people were divided because you had your people in the middle too. And so they're hoping the Messiah will come and he's gonna unite the people of God again and bring them back to their true faith. And they're hoping for the restoration of God's glory. Man, when they think back, when they read about God showing up in the tabernacle in a, in a cloud and God showing up in the temple and filling the temple with his glory, and they haven't seen that for generations. And the, the Israelites are anticipating the Messiah to come and restore the glory of God to Israel. And when Jesus arrives, he is the one they've been waiting for, but he is not the one that they expected uh, we read this earlier from Luke uh, 2, and so we're gonna read this a couple of verses again. If you see something on the screen underlined, that's your part, audience participation, please read that aloud. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. So the angel tells them, these shepherds in the field, the Messiah is here. When they hear those words, all of these expectations are coming to mind. He's gonna set us free. He's gonna defeat our enemies. He's gonna unite the people. He's gonna restore the glory of God to Israel. All of these things are coming to mind for these shepherds and they are so excited. They never thought they would live to see this. I mean, generations of Jewish boys and girls were born, grew up, got married, had kids and died without seeing this promise fulfilled. And these shepherds, like, it's happening in our lifetime. It's happening right now. The Messiah is gonna come and set us free, do all the things that we've been waiting for him to do. But he's a different kind of Messiah. He's not exactly the one that they expected. When Jesus comes, he does set the people free, but not from the Romans. That wasn't his mission, to set them free from Rome, his mission was to set them free from sin. Jesus does conquer their enemies, but not the enemies that they want him to conquer. He conquers the greatest enemy for all humanity, death. He defeats death on the cross and in the empty tomb. Jesus does return people to God, but not in the way that they thought. He doesn't unite them against a common enemy. He unites them around a common mission, love for God and people. And he does restore the glory of God to Israel, but not in the way they thought. It doesn't show up in clouds. It shows up in humans. People who are sold out to the way of Jesus become the glory of God among the people. So Jesus is exactly the Messiah that they were waiting for, but he wasn't the one that they expected. And so we have to ask ourselves this question. I mean, we're excited about Jesus being born, but what exactly is it that we're excited about? What, what does it mean to us that Jesus is here? That he came, was born as a baby, that he was God in the flesh and he lived a perfect life and he healed people and he spoke truth and he showed love and he went to the cross and gave his life for our sins and he rose from the dead and he's alive and well today. What does all that mean for us? Because I believe it's time for us to celebrate that Jesus is the one we've been waiting for. 
even if he's not the one that we necessarily expect. We can get this picture in our minds of a Jesus that is um, kind of like our buddy and somebody that we can sort of spiritually hang out with. He, he kind of he kind of gets things and he kind of goes along with what we want to do and he's there just to, you know, in case we mess up really bad, then he kind of is going to help us and cover things up. That's sometimes the idea that we get about Jesus, the excitement that we have for him. Is that, is that the Jesus who showed up on Christmas Day long ago? Or is he the Lord? The Lord means that he's, he's not just our buddy, he's actually in charge. <laughs> Of us. So the one that we're waiting for is someone who can have the authority over our lives and exercise it with love and mercy and justice. That's that's who we've been waiting for. We've been waiting for someone who truly understands us, who knows exactly what we're going through in any given moment. That's exactly who Jesus is. We're waiting for someone to come along who knows us at our very worst and forgives every sin and loves us through it. And that's what we need, isn't it? That's exactly what Jesus is for us. We're we're waiting. Our our hearts are longing for the one who's gonna love us unconditionally, who's gonna make us feel grateful for his presence, who's gonna bring us joy and peace, the kind of joy where you wake up in the morning and you You just are excited to be alive because you know that God is good. The kind of peace where you put your head on the pillow at night and you can sleep because you know that even if everything is not the way you wish it was, it's gonna be okay because a God who loves you is in charge. That's what Jesus brings. He gives us this life of purpose and meaning so that we don't have to sit around in our most existential moments and wonder like, why are we here? We know why we're here to bring glory to God and fulfill the mission of Jesus. When the angel tells the disciples that Jesus has come and it's going to cause great joy for all people, this is what the angel's talking about. It's not, it's not solving the problems that exist out there. It's, it's addressing the issues that exist in here and, and in here and solving those with mercy and love and justice. That's what Jesus does. And that's exactly what we're anticipating when we think about Jesus's return. Because remember, we're celebrating and we're anticipating. It sounds weird to say that we anticipate something that's already happened. That kind of doesn't make sense. It's like, that's not what anticipate means. So Jesus has already been born. What we're anticipating is his return. He is coming back. And, and when he does, he's, he's gonna make all things new. There's, there's this promise in scripture that all the things that we wish somebody would do something about now, Jesus is gonna take care of it. When we are waiting for someone who can put an end to corruption, abuse of power, and division, Jesus is gonna do that. We're waiting for someone who can cure all the diseases. Cancer goes away. When Jesus returns, he's gonna do that. We're waiting for someone who's gonna end all war and violence all forms of racism, prejudice, slavery. When Jesus returns, he's gonna do that. We're anticipating someone who can come along and eliminate depression and anxiety from our hearts and from our vocabularies. Jesus is gonna do that when he returns. We are in desperate need for someone who can mend broken relationships. 
and make our hearts brand new. And when Jesus returns, he's gonna do exactly that. So tonight is our moment to celebrate that Jesus has come and he is exactly the savior that we need, even if he's not the one we expect. And we anticipate that Jesus is coming back and he's bringing new creation with him. That's something to get excited about. And it's not gonna be like a movie. It's gonna be better than we can even imagine. So that's something for us to look forward to as we celebrate tomorrow, the birth of Jesus. I hope that's a part of your routine tomorrow that you acknowledge and talk about and thank God for Jesus tomorrow. And also take some time with your family to say, God, we're ready for Jesus to come back and make all things new. Tonight, we're gonna close with um, a song and, and some candles uh, being lit. So hopefully you have your candles. Um, so we're gonna have our um, helpers come up and they're gonna light a candle here and they're just gonna come down the aisle. And so they'll light on the uh, ends of the aisle and then you'll just light for the people next to you. And um, when our candles are lit, we'll sing together and then we'll be dismissed.